Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm John Norman, uh, bringing you exclusive highlights from a second one-day international that took place recently in Bloemfontein in South Africa, between South Africa and England. It was broadcast live and exclusive on TalkSport 2. Your commentary team uh, made up of the likes of Mark Butcher, Andrew McKenna, myself, John Norman, um, as well as Gareth Batty, Matt Pryor, and also Mickey Arthur. Jared Kimber, also part of the team as well. Uh, England went into the game knowing nothing less than a win would do if they were to keep the series alive. So let's hear how it turned out. Mid on and square leg inside the circle as well. But here comes Parnell. And again, ooh, that didn't pass a huge amount. And uh, Jason Roy just squeezes it out on the offside. No run. Here comes Ungidi. Oh, that's outside of off stump. And David Milan has just lashed it over long on. He's just fetched it all the way for six. Sets off. And bowls Jason Roy with a nip backer. Jason Roy, there was a gap between bat and pad aiming a big drive. Five overs and three balls have been sent down. England, a 27 for one. Jason Roy, bowled by Ngidi, with one that just clipped the top of Ofsted. Yeah, I don't think there's a cricket dressing room in the world that doesn't talk about the bowlers hitting the top of off. Wonderful, wonderful piece of bowling from Mengidi. Parnell again, didn't pick up a wick in the first ODI, and he has just trapped Darwin Milan. Flush in front, the finger goes up, and unless Milan has got a little edge onto that, I don't think he's going to review. But no, a little chat with Ben Duckett, and Darwin Milan is going to have to walk off. Parnell has struck here in the second ODI. England have lost both openers. The 33 for two. Jensen for his second over, and uh, Harry Brook tries to cut this delivery, which is uh, close to the body, and gets another thick inside edge, which whistles past the off stump and down to the boundary for four. Temba Bavuma head in hands. 
Not for the first time. We've seen that a bowler triumph, but the fortune go the way of England. 46 for two now. Here again, wide on the crease. Brooke swings it away out towards deep fire leg, and that has gone many a mile. What a stroke that is. What a player this young Harry Brook is. That looked as though the ball arrived at around 72 miles an hour. Being that it's Henrik Norkir, it would have been closer to 92, and he has just dismissed it on the pull shot. Swivel pull, six. 71 for two now. That next ball is short again, and Brook this time keeps the ball along the floor. Another swivel pull shot. It's gone fine, a fine leg. Three or four bounces and into the fence. And in a flash there, ten runs from two deliveries from Norkia. And Brook is uh, on the way, 32 from 27 now. Duck it down the ground. Well, that's not a traditional strength. And he bangs it straight to the man. Milan, substitute fielder out there at long on. That is unusual. That's a really interesting choice from Ben Duckett, and one that you would imagine he's had a bit of a brain fade with. He took a couple of steps down, tried to bang it over Long On for six, and has just picked out the man on the fence at Long On. Yeah, just lost his shape. I think we'll, we'll give Maharaj a little bit of the credit here because he gets the ball up and down. You can see as Duckett's advancing, the ball starts to drop from above the eye line and drops nicely. And has that sort of in-canter on the drop, so it limits where Duckett can get. He ends up dragging it to that sort of wide long on. He was looking straighter in his approach down the wicket, but a good piece of ball in the drop makes him drag it. Like you say, Butch, it's um, uncharacteristic, I think, for Duckett. If he gets that sweeping, fair enough. That's possibly a risk he didn't need to take. Maharaj is uh, angling that one in towards middle and leg, but Butler has just pinged it backward a square with the reverse sweep. In fact, the ball might have gone on to hit middle stump, but Butler got out and smothered it and hit that so, so hard on the reverse sweep that it's crashed into the fence before I had time to finish my sentence. I mean, the precision that modern-day players, and Josh Butler is right up at the top of the list of reverse sweepers in the world. It's almost like playing a forward defensive to him. Picks the gap, boom. It's great power in it. There's an awful lot of his... His hockey school, ho hockey skills from school days in there, but uh, it's wonderful batting. Change of ends from Norkia. Oh, oh, my goodness, that's a good shot. Josh Butler. Delivery 87 mile an hour loosener from Norkia. It's a little short, it's a little wide, and Butler on the back foot, up on his toes, just punched it to the left of extra cover, and it flew into the fence before the sweeper could do anything about it. As he hit it, he, ran, he was running towards Brook, and he said, come back, come back, and it's, it's hit the hit the, the signboard before they had a chance to tap at the far end. Magnificent shot. Maharaj is hammered into the onside. Correction, over the onside by Harry Brook. Lands on the grass bank, all the way for six. Brook goes to 48 from 44. England won 12 for three. What a special player. Harry Brook waits, turns on the onside and will go to 50 with a comfortable single from 46 balls. 115 for three. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Full ball-by-ball commentary of the second ODI, live and exclusively from Bloemfontein. Only on TalkSport 2. Maharaj, left arm around, slip in place. Brooke goes back and hammers another one over the leg side. This time wide, long on, all the way for six. And Brooke puts another one. Over the rope for the maximum, 128 for three. Brooks got 59. Harry Brook has just taken Parnell up and over the leg side and over deep backward square for another six. That is a magnificent shot. That's an 86 mile an hour delivery that Harry Brook has just spun on, helped on its weight, got deliberately underneath it and climbs over the boundary by absolutely miles. England 140 for three. Yeah, Harry Brook is just showing his utter quality and class here. I mean, it's just incredible. We've watched England batsmen struggle on a pitch that definitely has something in it. He's driving on this occasion. Oh, Through the wow. covers for four more. Glorious. Glorious from Harry Brook. Six and four. Completely different shots. Both completely controlled. And both beautifully executed. 73 not out. England 144 for three. Malcolm in again, and uh, it's a thick outside edge, and it's going to be caught. Harry Brook tries to go downtown, but the ball squirts up and over and is caught on the cover boundary. And that is exactly the breakthrough that South Africa needed because Brook looked in rich form. But uh, one big shot too many, and he's got to go. Huge blow for England there, Matt Pryor. Huge blow. What a shame this is. And we said Markram's first over. Do they stick or twist? They know they could just milk Markram. It's not the way that this England team plays. They want to attack the weak option or the weaker option. I don't know. I think Brooke was trying to, well, he was obviously trying to hit it a bit straighter. I think he was trying to hit inside out over extra cover. But just slices it a little bit too much. Obviously, saying the ball travels a long way and unfortunately for this for Harry Brook this time it travels all the way to the fielder on the boundary 
England now 155 for four. Markram has uh, given Josh Butler another tempter. This is even wider. This was a hit me ball. And uh, Butler does exactly that. One bounce spot. Reverse sweep from Josh Butler is going to find the fence again. Keshav Maharaj must have thought he'd done everything right there. A little flatter, a little straighter. But Butler had already decided that the ball was going to be reverse swept. And boy, did he execute that well. Markram is in, round the wicket to Moeen Ali, who plays a slog sweep, and he has belted it. Absolutely belted, melted, smelted over mid-wicket for six. And uh, left-arm spin and Moeen Ali are a mixture that Moeen fancies. He really enjoyed that, and that is a great way to get yourself ticking. Josh Butler goes to 50. Uh, and it's been done with minimal fuss, really. It's 50 from 49 deliveries. The, uh, the England fans are on their feet. And uh, the England captain has 23.50s now in his 161 one-day internationals. Stays over the wicket to the left, Andy Moen Alley, and he has creamed that through extra cover. That is a handsome slash through the offside from uh, the beard that's feared, Moen Alley. What a shot this is. This is beautiful. Makes you want to purr when you see shots like this. Smack in the middle of that wonderful flowing bat. Holds his back foot position just lashes it through extra cover. What a shot from Moen Ali. Amrit Nokir is in once again and he's hit back over his head by Moen Ali. One, two, three bounces and it rolls all the way. It's back-to-back -back boundaries from Moen Ali. Definitely looks like Moen Ali's pressed a button here at the moment. He's uh, he's going to enjoy this. Yep, you talk about going through the gears. Moe's gone from third to eighth, I think, in, in the last couple of overs. Gareth Batty and Mark Butcher were saying about Amrit Nokir coming back on attacking Moen Ali but at the moment it's backfired Moen Ali has got the better of Nokia so far Moen Ali though has just helped himself to a ball through wide mid on for four and Moen Ali goes to another half century with a quite spectacular shot Nokia around the wicket outside of off stump and Moen Ali says come over to my side that's his sixth 50 in one day international for Moen. Now comes in again, the ball has gone from the leg side, got all of the leg side. It might just come down in the car park. It's certainly not coming down on the playing surface. Josh Butler is going to join the party at the seat, Matt Pryor. England certainly have pushed the button here, and Butler now joining Moen Ali. Another, I mean, this is more a shot. So you can expect of Josh Butler or. One day cricket, cross the line, back of a length again, nothing wrong really from the bowler. Butler has just lent into it, giving it everything, and off it goes for six runs. It goes Parnell, left arm over the wicket. It's Chris Wokes clipping to fine, fine leg. Will the fielder get round? No, he won't. Look here, can't get there. Boundary for Wokes. He goes to seven, 268 for five. Oh, cruel game for the bowlers this time of the innings. Just straight, only a fraction on line. Parnell is wanting to cramp, walks, not wanting to give him too much room. This time, just a bit too straight. Little bit of a clip round the corner, went very fine, very fine, fine leg for four. Walks is uh, often running in the boundary camp. The left armour, it's a shorter and wider outside of off stump. Wokes gets it down to third man through third man. Hendricks it was, it bounced just in front of him and died on him. He thought it was going to sort of come to him maybe just around knee height, it actually was sort of mid-shin, 
and uh, completely did him and goes away for four. 273 for five. Tom around, backing away is Wokes and he's edged it through to Class and the keeper and he's out. 275 for six. And Wokes goes for 14 from 16 balls. England, 275 for six, five balls into the 14. A little cameo there from uh, Chris Wokes. Pretty much a runner ball. Quite nicely, but just sure there's enough in the surface still that the new batter's coming in. It's difficult. Ngidi is in. This is a wide. Butler crashes this towards the, the deep square boundary. He's going to pick up four as well. The fielder possibly caught on his heels as well in front of uh, deep point. A little bit of frustration from Ngidi that Parnell couldn't track that down. And that's the boundary. And I needed one too from uh, an English perspective. 71 now, Butler. The score 2866. Butler gets the ball up, stays deep in his crease. This is pitched up by Ngidi. And Butler has launched this over mid wicket. In fact, that has uh, cleared not just the boundary, not just the stands. That's gone out the ground. 292 for six. Stable base here from Josh Butler. Walked across the crease. Stable base and got his weight through the ball. He's executed that brilliantly. Almost like he was on the first tee at Royal Birkdale. He hit that so well. Great shot. Opened his hips, cleared his front leg, and allowed himself to hit through the line of the ball. Brilliant, brilliant shot. Ngidi again, current under a little bit of pressure. Well, he stays still in the crease and has pulled this straightish over the long on boundary for six. Yeah, that was poor execution from Lungi Ngidi. I could see what he wanted to do. He took pace off, bowled a cutter, but you can't bowl the cutter halfway down at that pace to a guy like Sam Curran, and he deposits it for six. Well, there he goes again. That is an absolute beaut of a shot from Sam Curran. He moves uh, a touch towards the leg side, but the base, again, is still, and he has lofted this cover drive up and over Ngidi's head and away for another six. That is a hell of a shot. Ngidi back, it's right arm over the wicket. Curran has just slammed him into the speaker on the other side of the advertising. That's another six over long arm. Curran is starting to find his range. What a shot from Butler this is. That's a one bounce four down the ground and once again just a touch of movement towards the offside, but essentially the base is set and he can just get under the ball and power the ball back over the bowler's head. And it's another boundary, 332 for six. Curran again, it does target the same boundary. It's gone aerial and is an incredible attempt at a catch. Superman style by Keshev Maharaj. But as he dived backwards towards the boundary, couldn't quite get his hands on the ball. Round the wicket again from Nokia. Has this been caught behind? Sam Curran has edged this through to Klaassen and he's going to have to make his way. So Nokia has struck in the final over of the innings. Curran has got to go for 28. He's done his job though. England lose their seventh here. On Talksport 2, they're 329 for seven. He's squirting away to the boundary. He's doing more than that actually. Butler has somehow got this delivery which was Pitching in and arrowing in onto leg stump. Again, movement to the left. And he has seen this ball fly to backward deep square leg for another boundary. Moves to 91. One ball left in the innings. Final ball to be bowled by Heinrich Norkia. 
And Joss Butler's got under it. It's gone up. Has it got enough uh, distance? It plugs in the outfield, but the fielder's in. And Butler will definitely come back for two. And again for three. So uh, a decent effort. All ends up for England, really. They finish on 342 for seven. Joss Butler top scoring with 94. Ball commentary of the second ODI live and exclusively from Bloemfontein. Only on Talksport 2. Chris Wokes has the new ball in his hand and he'll be bowling to Quentin de Kock. He's in and de Kock is forward, driving that uh, fluid bat swing of his, but doesn't manage to find the middle of the bat. He does find mid off and uh, Second innings is underway at the Mangrang Oval in Bloemfontein. Wokes is a little short this time. And uh, Bavuma, who is also a little short, pulls it away back with a square for the uh, first boundary of South Africa's innings. Yeah, nice shot here. You'd expect Bavuma short in stature, been good on the short ball. Wokes just pitching. I mean, it is only just short as well. Anyone slightly taller probably would have only been able to play that on the back foot but Vuma swings back swings the hands through almost like a pull pickup shot Works in again overcorrects it's full it's a half volley and the ball just bobbles over the outstretched hand of uh, Ollie Stone he gets a, a thumb on it but not enough to stop it from going away for four consecutive boundaries that's got the locals on their feet out there in Bloemfontein Topley is in Vuma goes over the infield hoisting it out towards the leg side that's a magnificent shot stood there and just picked it up off a length and has dumped it way, way back over mid-wicket. Timber Bavuma means business. Yeah, another fantastic shot. Not a lot wrong from Topley. You can see what he's trying to do. Swing it back into the right-hander. Get it full. Looking for that LBW in bold. But Bavuma has met it beautifully. One strike down the wicket. Pick-up shot over mid-wicket. Straight mid-wicket for six. Threads that one through uh, or between extra cover and mid-off. And that's another terrific stroke for four. Temba Bavuma with consecutive boundaries in the previous over. He's pulled off the trick, but the first one was uh, a maximum this time. Yeah, Bavuma very quickly moving to 25 from just 16 balls. A little straight there, and that's been turned away around the corner. Past Adil Rashid, that'll find the boundary as well. So Bavuma continues his good touch, continues to find the boundary, the South Africa captain. 33 without loss. Wokes in to the left-handed Quentin de Kock who pulls him over mid-wicket for six in a shot very reminiscent of one he played on Friday. Well, I tell you what, if his hand's hurting, I wouldn't mind mine hurting like that because that's a brilliant shot. De Kock goes to 10, 46 without loss, South Africa. It's more what we'd expect from Quinton de Kock, definitely. Wokes, again, England going with a lot of slow balls, cutters into this dry surface. De Kock onto it like a flash, rocks back. Gives it the absolute kitchen sink. So outside of off stump this occasion, square driving Chris Wokes for four. He went square leg side the previous delivery. That square offside for four, six and four. And South Africa's 50 is up in six overs and five deliveries. Quentin de Kock now has 14 from 12. And he's now swinging hard at this one from Chris Wokes. And he's got a thin edge on it through the slips and it'll run away for four, six, four, Four for Quentin de Kock. He's now got 18, 54 without loss after seven here on Talksport 2. Short delivery, and that's been absolutely dispatched. 
four for Vavuma, 50 up for the captain. That was a sweetly struck ball shot. We know he can take on the short ball. He's just showed one. Oh, wow. The noise it made off the bat. It was literally like Sunday. It's pheasant shooting just up the road. Bang, it went off the bat. Wonderful shot from Bavuma. He needed to answer some critics, and he's starting in fine fettle. 50 or 47 balls. Great pull shot. Now, Quentin de Kock again has played that reverse. He's timed that one brilliantly. It lands centimetres inside the boundary rope. And that will be uh, four rather than six, but he missed out the previous attempt. He did not miss out that one. Quentin de Kock again goes on the reverse, hits that one better. And it, it's almost a hockey shot, sort of Joss Butler style. He beats the man who started off at backward point, and it skims away consecutive boundaries, 74 without loss. Bringing it into the leg side, and Duckett takes the catch. Stone gets a wicket in his yes, first over. And I wonder if Quentin Cott just got a little bit distracted with the pain of that ball thudding into his thigh, the one before. This one was a pickup that he's tried to help on its way onto the leg side. And Duckett coming in off the boundary takes a good low catch. Oh, it is Van der Dussen who beats the dive at extra cover. That will whistle away to the boundary. And uh, the century maker from Friday has got off the mark on a Sunday. He's four not out and the score 86 for one. This is a short again from Curran. No real pace. And uh, Bavuma is quickly onto that. That was uh, quite wide above stump, but pulled up and over mid-wicket for the second boundary of the over. 91 for one, South Africa on TalkSport 2, and they're going well. Current again, inside edge, bit of fortune going the way of Avuma. Butler dives to his left. Hyun only get a fingertip on the ball, but not enough to stop it. Racing away to the boundary for another four. So three fours from the over. 13 in total. And... Uh, South Africa chasing that big score at Bloemfontein. Rashid is in. Switch it from Rassi van der Dussen. And he has smashed this away for four. Short again. Van der Dussen on the pull. And that's the crowd catch. In fact, I think that's it. Somebody in the queue for the ice cream van. Huge six from van der Dussen. He's only been at the crease for 11 deliveries. But he's already raced away, 20 not out. South Africa, 117 for one. It's a short delivery, and Temba Babuma says, thank you very much, Adil Rashid, a half-tracker that has been pulled all the way to the deep square leg boundary. And we go again. Babuma moves to 71, and the score 123 for one. Rocks back to Babuma and plays this beautifully. Through mid-wicket, past at mid-on, and that's another four. He moves to 76. South Africa 129 for one. This is uh, Whitgiven crashed away to the left of backward point and all the way to the boundary. That's a handsome shot from Bavuma, but was there to be hit. 134 for one. Yeah, Ollie Stone just losing his way here. This is the original short and wide one. The man of Bavuma's quality and form. That's not where you want to be bowling, and he. Meets it head on, great shot, puts it away to the boundary. Sam Parent comes in, he's round the wicket to the right-handed Bavuma, it's down the leg side, it's turned away uh, in uh, traditional fashion. Just a lovely little leg glance and that runs away for four, it's a bad start.
to uh, Sam Curran's third over. Over the top from Temba Bavuma, it was a leg break, it was flighted, but it was whipped again, and Bavuma just got his front leg out of the way and popped it over mid-off, who was up inside the circle for one bounce four. This is a, a supreme innings from the South African captain, Adil Rashid. Comes in, start his fifth over. Bavuma has just creamed it into extra cover and has made a hundred. Now he's skipping around like a, like, <laughs> like a newborn lamb. He uh, punches the glove into the badge on his shirt. That is a terrific moment for South Africa's captain. Not disappointment though from Sam Curran. He's got Bavuma to go miles outside his stumps and plays it onto middle pole. Curran gets into his face, gives him a send-off, but Temba Bavuma is walking off with a century to his name, and the crowd in Bloemfontein are standing to applaud the South African skipper. A quite fabulous innings. He goes 174 for two in the scoreline with the first ball of the 28. He goes in, Van der Dusen with a big stride outside of Ofstam, and he's swept it around back with a square. Curran's got no chance of cutting that off, and it goes to four. Van der Dusen to 38, South Africa 178 for two. Great tussle. What a shot, Van der Dusen meeting fire with fire. Rashid spun a couple at him early in the over. He's still looking to take the aggressive option. The hard sweep hits him hard behind square. His man is in front of square. He sees that as no risk. Two balls ago, we thought he was gone. This is the beauty of the game that's unfolding in front of oh, us. It's Sam. all happening. He goes Catch on him. the reverse. Yeah. Once again, but he's by Not today, he's not. Well, that's going to drop. Van der Dusen walks off. Can't believe it. He's gone down on the one-knee reverse hit to Adil Rashid, and he picks out Moen Ali, who was initially starting off at points. Almost becomes backwards square leg, and that is massive for England. They get rid of Temba Bavuma, the first ball of the 28th over, and now with the fifth ball of the 29th, they get Razi van der Dusen. Both set batsmen gone, and England might just be thinking what happened to them on Friday could happen today. They lost wickets around the 28-29, 30-over mark that completely changed their innings in the run chase. Van der Dussen goes for 38 from 38. And that's what makes this England white ball team so dangerous. They get a sniff and they hunt. They hunt as a pack and they have a skill set to back it up. Adil Rashid, arguably the best of the best in the world right now, gets the wicket. It's not with a screamer that pitches leg and it's the top of all. Chris Wokes will start a new over. Oh, beautifully driven back past the bowler. Markram has timed the cover off of that one. Just on the onside of straight. And Chris Wokes starts a new spell with a boundary. One, eight, two for three, South Africa. Yeah, and Aidan Markram gets off the mark with a boundary. What a great shot that is. Shorter and smoked past uh, Topley. Mid-off, actually, it wasn't uh, that square, but uh, no chance of catching that. And that's another four. Stone again, that's a handsome shot, but has Klaassen got all of it? Well, he hasn't, but the fielder that has been on the boundary rope at mid-wicket for Markram has been pulled in clears him and away for another four. 223 for three. Full ball-by-ball -ball commentary of the second ODI, live and exclusively from Bloemfontein. 
only on TalkSport 2. It's going to be Klaassen facing Ollie Stone. It's been England's most threatening bowler. Whip and caught! Superb flying catch behind the stumps from Joss Butler. A decent ball from Ollie Stone. But Klaassen's tempo has been up there from the start. It's gone in this far, but no further. He's been caught behind at 4.27. South Africa lose their fourth wicket. And that may well be the bit of brilliance from behind the stumps that England needs. South Africa, 233 for four. The extra pace of Ollie Stone. Pace always does some funny things. The extra pace has opened the door again. Really, really good catch that. Klaassen went hard at it threw his hands at the ball, got the outside edge. Stone at good pace. That ball flew to Josh Butler, who took it diving to his right. A really, really good catch there. Now the game is, now the game's alive. Short, and that has been smashed into the grassy banks. Not that you can see much grass, because there is a more than healthy crowd in on the ground. Mickey Arthur, you wondered aloud whether Reese Topley could see out the over. And sadly, from an English perspective, the answer was no. Coach Killer, that's all I can say. Exit your over. You've got to be able to exit your over. He dropped his he, he dropped it in too short, and Markram's hit that with a lot of power. Stone goes in. Markram hits in the air. Down towards long off, but it's over the mid-off fielder and Moen Ali's going to have to try and run back to the boundary and he can't catch it up it's a boundary four and the 250 is up for South Africa 250 for four and for 37 overs and two balls it means they need 93 more from 76 balls here on Talksport Moen Ali to complete the over Miller's down on one knee and sweeping this around from outside of off the backward of square through square leg for a boundary to finish the over and it now takes South Africa to 246 for four. Therefore, the target under 100. Yeah, real tough for Moen Ali. With only four fielders outside, there's always a gap. There's always a, a segment of the field that the, the batters can exploit. And Miller this time, great, hard sweep. It's just behind. And, and what could have been an OK over from England turns into a, a difficult over with the nine runs scored off. And that's in the air towards extra cover. And this is so often the way in uh, modern cricket. Extra cover for me is always a little bit too square. Had he been a little bit straighter in a more traditional position, that would have landed in Moeen Ali's lap at extra cover. As it is, it's four. When it was in the air, it wasn't hit particularly hard. And, uh, well, I put that down as a chance. Slow ball, wide of the stumps. Miller. Oh, Miller. It is Miller time. That is absolutely extraordinary. Wild stroke from Miller. Topley has got the ball almost inch perfect in the block hole. Miller backed away a tiny fraction and has somehow hit the ball off the full face of the bat with a horizontal bat. This is the Yorker length, mind you. And it has gone over the man on the cover sweeper's head for six and was on its way up as it went over his head. Well, we can forget my boring chat about keepers taking the ball from the stumps. That is a remarkable shot. Goes, oh, that's a beauty! That is an absolute stunning Magnificent googly from Adil Rashid. Aidan Markram done all ends up. It flashes 
through the gate, knocks out his leg stump, and there is the moment that England wanted. That's why they brought him back, and Adil Rashid has delivered. What a piece of bowling. Super skillful. The ball before pushed through a bit more. The front of the hand sitting him back. Goes for the wrong and gets it above the eye line. Gets him thinking forward. Gets him thinking down the ground, but comes across the ball. Through that little gate. It's a gainer. It's the top of middle. Wow, Adil Rashid. Take a bow, my friend. The left-handed Miller. Miller gets across his stumps. Oh, that's a wonderful shot. That is such a good shot from David Miller. Shuffled outside uh, off stump and then just played an orthodox sweep shot. He created the angle with the foot movement, beat the man out at deep backward square and brings up a risk-free boundary. Yeah, it was the early footwork, just a little shuffle across his stumps to create the angle. He wanted to get on the offside of the ball so he could paddle it finer. He gets enough bat on it. Man out on the boundary, had no chance. And this time he gets down on the back leg with a slog sweep and deposits it. 15 yards back from the boundary cushions. It's gone all the way for six. Adil Rashid gambled, he went up, he tossed it up above the eye line and Janssen said thank you very much and banged it away for six. South Africa go past 300. Yeah, I've seen that. I'll raise you a six. What a shot from Janssen. The long levers negates an amount of Rashid's skill. He negates the drop, he gets under the flight of the ball with those long arms and bang, it's gone. He's in once again, it's for the free hit. Oh, it's a full toss again. Miller's climbed into this belted it back over the bowler's head all the way for six well that was the one ball that Toffoli didn't want to bowl it was just hanging there thigh height and Miller has dispatched that for six, he goes to 47 from 30 more significantly South Africa are closing in on this target, 343 is the requirement, they're 319 starts as Miller waits for Curran 48 not out, Curran goes in left arm over Back foot timed well by Miller. Works is going around at the extra cover sweeper. Knocks it down, regathers. They will take a couple. And Miller will go to his half century, his 20th in this form of the game. The look on his face, though, is a man that's a, that really doesn't matter in the slightest. The important bit is 3.25 for five turning that into 3.43 to win the game. That's exactly right. This has been a class, class innings though. 50 of 33 balls, two fours, two sixes, striking at 151. This is some innings from David Miller. Final ball of the over. It's hit off the back foot by Janssen Hard. Through mid-off, it goes through wide. Long off, and it goes away for four. Tuckley can't get around, and surely that's it. 3.41 for five after 49 overs. It means two runs are needed from the six balls that are left. Well, it's Chris Wokes who's going to bowl it. He goes in, bowls a half volley to David Miller who pumps him over long off for six. That is it. Game, set, match and series. South Africa win by five wickets. They go 2-0 up in this three-match series and take your hat off to them set 343 for victory they have got there with five balls to spare to win by five wickets and Miller 58 from just 37 
deliveries. It is a special innings. Temba Bavuma, 109. Got it all going. Aidan Markram weighing in with 49 as well. Jeez. What a day's cricket we've had. Thick end of 700 runs in a day. And South Africa come out on top and go 2-0 up. And we have to say, Mickey Arthur, that is a, that's a heck of a run chase they've just put together there. That was a very, very impressive run chase that. Started by Temba Bavuma, played incredibly well at the top of the order. Finished off by David Miller and Marco Janssen with great contributions all the way down. Tremendous run chase that from South Africa. They'll be very, very happy with that. Thanks for listening to the following on podcast. Big thanks to the commentary team. And of course, uh, we will be bringing you live and exclusive cricket from New Zealand in February. The two test uh, series that are taking place out there. Uh, the TalkSport cricket team packing their bags as I speak, heading out to New Zealand. So uh, uh, thanks for listening to the show. And the third batch of this three game series between South Africa and England will be published by the following on feed tomorrow. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 